Hello, welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I am your host, Allison Seigen. My guest is Michael. This is minute number five. Uh, it's zero hours, five minutes to zero hours, five minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, our minute starts at uh, the introduction of Duke uh, and ends uh, very memorably with Duke's mother slapping him. Uh, <laughs> Michael, how are you doing? I'm well, how are you? Yeah, so this is, uh, did you see the movie during its uh, theater release, or when did you first see Glass Onion? Oh, I actually, so I saw it when it was released on Netflix, and I, last I had heard was there was a sequel in the works, so I didn't realize it had been written and produced and filmed, so I was very surprised when I got on Netflix. Um, Oh, funny. (laughs) And you're like, hey, wait a minute, that's... (laughs) It's like, I know that accent. <laughs> that's a very pleasant surprise then to, to be like, wait. Yeah. yeah, no, that's 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 interesting to hear. Yeah, because I, I saw it, I, I somehow managed to see it twice during its theatrical week because I saw oh, it and impressive. then my, my parents were like, let's go see a movie together. And I'm like, I just saw it, but I would see Glass <laughs> Onion again. So, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. I love that about mystery movies. Like they're they really are for everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 one of those things where um, both *Knives Out* and *Glass Onion*. I, I feel like I could recommend to pretty much anybody. Really, it's just f- fun and it's good mystery. And then they're both movies that the second time around watching, you start going, "Oh, I see this little thing. This little." <laughs> tidbit um stuff like that there's so So many layers exactly exactly the uh which they uh very much focused on with the the onion theming of this movie um with the layers uh so this minute is uh i think very fun one to start with just because uh the start of this movie i think is pretty remarkably good in how economical it is in introducing characters and introducing story and uh here is the introduction of dave batista's duke uh starting off with the quote uh no jimmy <laughs> i do not hate uh you know is what a way to start off our week i guess what a like what a great kind of character minute this is like yeah instantaneously you know who duke is and you don't even have to like know or speculate on what this assumed beef is between him and late night show host jimmy kimmel but it does sound like like something that really kind of happened. Like you could see somebody having some sort of beef like this in the manosphere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, it's like you. Um, all you say when he starts talking about like the boobification of <laughs> the culture, of you, America, of America. Yeah, and you can immediately like imagine this joke that's on Jimmy Kimmel of him like. <laughs> joking about this online, you know, uh, manosphere person being like, oh, he hates boobs. And then now he's like, I don't hate boobs. I They provide food for our young and they're fun. And you're just like, it, it's like, it, it's, it's one of those things where as somebody that is perhaps too 
uh, extremely online. <laughs> it, it's like immediately you see, I see him and I'm like, oh, I know exactly who you are. But I yes. think he still does a good job, even if you were less terminally online as I am, um, of who Duke <laughs> is in this minute. Yes. I also do just kind of love like the view of his man cave it is very, very much like what a small child's view oh, of what a man cave is. 100%. <laughs> He is clearly aiming for that, like, 13-year-old boy demographic who is just like, yeah, he has these motorcycles and, like, tools behind him. Yeah, there's a rock climbing wall behind his two classic cars that are up on stilts for whatever reason. Right! Where it's like, it's so clearly curated to have this this particular um, style of masculinity that is... Like, as you see, just kind of, like, very curated to a specific audience. And it's, I think, very funny. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and then it's it's really only the half that you see. And then when it switches to, you know, showing the other half of the room, it's just a warehouse full of his unsold product. <laughs> the, the uh, what I assume are the rhino boner pills that right, come exactly. up later. <laughs> Right. Well, it's like, you. it's clearly meant to be like, oh, he's in his man garage, like, you know, type thing. But it's like, no, it's this is his, this clear set that he's, you know, using to hawk uh, various uh, supplements and everything. Um, it, it's kind of a perfect uh, setup, really, where, where you see him talking and it zooms out to, to show that it's a live stream. And then it kind of turns around to see that it's this set and that it's at the same, in the same house with his, with his mother. Uh, It's it's just really, uh, I think without specifically saying, you know, a description of this is who Duke is. It's still, it, it does a very good job of showing you who Duke is. Yeah. And the way of sort of like starting at the center of him and then pulling out several times layers and like, oh, here's a little bit of what this guy is. Here's what he presents to the world. And then you get a little further out and you're like, oh, he's he's hawking a product. And then a little further out or he's not doing it very well, but yes, right. he's hawking a product. And then even further, like he lives with his mother. Like, right. <laughs> So I love the expanse of that in particular. Also, just it, it's just a dead-on, you know, it's just a dead-on archetype to see in this kind of like inner circle of Miles. We've we've seen some very classy people up till this point, but we cannot in any way mistake Duke for being classically. Rich. Oh God, no, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is an interesting jump where you've already seen uh, Claire, you've already seen Lionel, you've already seen you know Birdie. So you've already seen, like, these people. Bernie's not exactly classy, but she's, you know, high society. She is famous. She's, you know, well-to-do. Uh, and you have politician. You have somebody who is a, you know, kind of the brains of the operation. It's it's interesting to just see the expansion of that circle to include somebody kind of as immediately buffoonish as, as Duke. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Yeah, and, and it's kind of amazing, really, just how fast this goes. Because, like you like said, it's you've already had introductions to three of those characters. You're already getting a sense for who Miles is at this point, um, without even seeing him. And then now you're in the fifth minute of the movie. You've you've got, gotten you're on 
Duke, and also you have the uh, introduction to Whiskey, who is, in my opinion, like maybe the dark horse of the of the <laughs> cast because she is like uh, Madeline Klein as her is extremely good. Yes, she does such a good job. I think like Madeline Klein plays this character in a very like authentic way in, in that like. Again, in, in less time and with way less dialogue, you also immediately kind of know who Whiskey is. Like Exactly. Okay, she's young, she's attractive, she maybe doesn't know her brand yet, but she does know how to trampoline off of Dukes. And like especially the part where she's she comes on screen. I love my boobs. They're so much fun. Oops. Sorry, feminist. And then the next thing, she is just yawning while Duke continues on his little rant. He would know immediately, like, oh, she's in this for the money. She's in this for the exposure. Right. Instantaneously. (laughs) Yeah, she's uh, immediately, you know, that she comes in and she, you know, kind of giggles and goes, my boobs are so fun. And then leaves and is, like, just, like, looking at her phone, yawning, being like, okay, I, I played my part. This is, this is clearly a role that she's playing for, you know, for everything. So I, I, you know, don't want to get too deep into later in the movie, but Whiskey is, is one of those characters where I was just like, how did this, like in a, an ensemble that is as stacked as Knives Out, as Glass Onion rather, uh, it's it's kind of amazing how well she stood out. Yes. I, and I think it's it's her, I would say, I would put her and Peg on sort of the same level here of being like, oh yeah, you're not a part of the main list of suspects. You're kind of outer circle, but you are both bringing a whole lot to the screen. And they're, you know, the, they add a lot, they add a good dynamic to every character that they do interact with. Even though Whiskey's mostly with Duke, and then, uh, well, and then later. With the other characters, yeah. That other um, character. <laughs> yeah, God, I, I, those those two, Whiskey and Peg, are, are just, I, I don't know if, the, if I have a good time to uh, put this tidbit in, so I'm going to put it in now. Uh, even though I, Peg's not in this minute, uh, sorry, feminists. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, uh, she has a tattoo um, in the movie. Uh, Jessica Henwick uh, posted on Instagram that Peg has a tattoo of her own name on her leg. And uh, that's a very funny uh, little tidbit of, of her. I love a pun. <laughs> like, that's so nice. Oh, yeah, I, oh my gosh, I, I didn't even realize that a peg leg, that's, (laughs) yeah, but apparently she just has, like, a a standard kind of tattoo script, fancy, uh, tattoo on her leg that's just peg, and I'm like, you know, gotta respect the, you know, the self-love there of having your own name tattooed on you. Yes, I appreciate that for Peg. I like that for her. You know, I, I want good things for Peg. I want good things for Whiskey, you know. Uh, I, I read some fan theories online. Um, I've recently moved to Tumblr uh, from Twitter for obvious reasons. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I, I need to make that move, too, because <laughs> I'm going to plug my Twitter, but, God, I'm not going to be happy about it. 
Well, a big fan sort of fanon is that uh, Peg becomes the sort of publicist for Whiskey. Like, Whiskey rebrands after this, and Peg sort of helps her along with that. I mean, you know, probably a good move for her from from Birdie, you know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, well, now let's not forget the other really great character that's introduced uh, Jackie Hoffman as Ma oh. Cody. <laughs> oh my god. Like, it's, it, again, this cast is so stacked. It's like, you have just like the iconic um, Jackie Hoffman comes out and you're just like, oh, she, she, she's only here for basically our minutes. And yes. I, I'm glad that she's in our minutes because she's just like, she is just so good. Yes. I love how done she is. <laughs> like, she's, she's just really done. <laughs> Yeah, she's he. He's all like, you know, you know that they had this conversation about uh, about her interrupting his live streaming, and she just does not give a shit. <laughs> uh, she does not care uh, if uh, if she's interrupting this this masculine manosphere stream where he's hawking. Uh, boner pills or whatever. It's, yeah. She doesn't like, know what Twitch is. There's no way she knows what Twitch is. No, but like she, I think she she knows that this is his job, but she just doesn't care. Yeah. Wait, she doesn't know what Twitch is, but she knows that it's like, I'm just sick of him disrespecting me. So uh, it's the really fun introduction of her uh, immediately being this um more this like kind of overpowering Dave Batista and uh just with her presence of being like you tell your mother to shut up yeah she hands him the laundry basket and makes him hold the laundry so her hands are free to slap slap him him. right it's again just like right after he's talking about the feminization of culture he she's like he she's this perfect kind of reversal of being this even though she's you know physically smaller and everything she's you know immediately through their interactions who's in charge and it's not duke yes. uh, yeah i am glad we got her i, I am too I, I am too i'm just like this is a this is a fun minute because okay it introduces Three separate characters who, in a single minute, you know exactly their whole dynamic. Yes. Oh, it's so, yes, I love it. Yeah, definitely love it. It's, uh, it's, mm, it's, it's, like, like I said, I really can't be, you know, overstate just how economical this movie is in terms of introductions, um, the... It's it's just it's just so great. So I'm I'm just thrilled that we have these minutes. I know that I'm going to be hosting a couple other minutes, and I'm sure, given how much I love this movie, I'll be like, yes, I'm so excited I got these minutes. But um, personally, this is like what a what a good start to this movie. I think um, yeah. with this, yeah. And well, when it's a you know when it's a whodunit, when you're establishing a cast, it's it's. It's honestly, it's, it's super impressive to be able to establish a cast this quickly um, to this to this extent. Right. It's, right, exactly. And you're, you're establishing this cast and uh, right away so that once the um, 
intrigues start happening once you start thinking about potential motives and potential ideas, uh, uh, various theories that you have um, enough to chew on and consider about that. Uh, and, and I think that Ryan Johnson does a really, really good job of setting the stage with, um, with these early minutes. Right. Uh, is there anything else that you want to make sure to bring up about this particular minute? Just one thing, which is that I don't think this comes up in the bigger part of the film, but the name of Duke's business, the name of his brand, um, the one that is attached to that fi- that lion logo you see, mm-hmm. it's it's called Apexosity. And <laughs> I, I need everyone to know that. I didn't notice that. Holy moly, that's so funny. <laughs> that does sound like some sort of like... Oh my god! Yeah, toxic sort of... masculine like apexosity. Oh god! Yeah, like that's a protein powder. Like you know that instinctively because you know you you know what apex means, sort of, and then <laughs> osity just makes it a nonsense word. So yeah, yeah. apexosity. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> There's so many little details here I, that I didn't even notice. So that's it's incredible. Yeah. Um, well, I think if you have don't have anything else to cover, then that will be it for this Monday first minute. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, so thank you, Michael, for joining me. Um, do you have any particular plugs or social media you want to show? Uh, yeah, so you, you can find me on Twitter. Um, the tweets are all stale, though, but uh, Madam underscore Michael. Um, but also I do a podcast uh, uh, K-Bay Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at K underscore podcast. Perfect. You can find our podcast, Glass Onion Minute, at Glass Onion Min, M-I-N, uh, all one word on Twitter. Um, please rate and review, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, that really helps us and is something that would certainly make us happy. Um, personally, you can find me at, on Twitter the decaying husk of that website at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. I also do a podcast called Gaming Fix. That's Gaming F-Y-X. And you can find us on Twitter inexplicably at uh, Fix Podcasts, which is F-Y-X Podcasts. Uh, thanks, Michael, for joining me. And I will see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.